Oh my god, your poor dad. Oh rat, oh rat, oh rat. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Thank you so much for joining us. And being the fourth Brant sister. Thank you. Because I'm actually the first Brant sister. And I'm the second. And I'm the third. <laughs> and you all are our the stepsisters. Fourth, the, collective, the collective fourth. So there are fourth, but then... <laughs> there are fourth, and when they refer someone to the podcast, they, that person is a stepsister. And then they don't become the fourth until they refer another person until they're initiated works? yeah and then they become the third and then if they do them so if no they one can be the third Bailey's i'm the third, the third. <laughs> what are you no doing one. taking applications to replace me no it's just like joining you in your ranks how dare <laughs> so i don't think that that's how honey, yes, do you want to plug your damn phone in or no oh sh- so speaking of stepsisters i think this is a great time to tell you guys that um you need to recruit more stepsisters because the only way we're going to grow this podcast is with your help and TikTok. So those are our two marketing tools right now. And if you have any other marketing ideas, maybe just throw them to your girls. You know, you guys are very smart and you have great ideas. Yeah, we would love to hear any and all of your ideas. Yeah, we just want to make this as successful as it can be. And we want to give you guys what you want. Yeah, we're just here to please you. Okay. And to get our poor dad we're to like, Soldier Field. We're like your ex-boyfriend, but better. We're here to please you instead of not please you. I don't okay. know how that tracks, but okay. okay. Anyways. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Whatever. So, guys, how was your week? My week was great. Ooh, great. Why? Yeah. Remember last week, my week was awful. <laughs> oh, we all remember. Yeah. My, um, my week was really good. I've been very busy with work. And um, I'm on a dating spree. And last weekend, I was on a date. And another guy that I'd previously been on a date with was at the same place I was on a date with this other guy. And that seems to be a theme. I was going to say, I feel like, why does that happen to you? Austin Austin is a small town, honey. I didn't know how small this big town was. Well, how did you maneuver that? Or did you not? I just um, sat my little happy ass in the corner of the bar and I just prayed. I said, dear God, make me a bird so, so I can fly far, far, far away from here. And I just started like praying and rocking back and forth. And then I never saw And the then you guy. said, do you want to go dangle? <laughs> I said, he, te- he taught me how to read. So I'm going <laughs> to teach you how to dangle. Um, well, one time I ran into someone at a bar that I was like dating. But the funny thing was I was at the bar and I was texting him to come meet me there. So he could like, oh, come meet my sister. Like we're out at this bar. And then it was like hours. And he's like, sorry, I'm with my brother. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm like going to go home. Then um, he walks into the bar. And I was like, oh my God, Paige, like that's the guy that was going to come meet us. And he's like with a girl. And then he went to the back patio and like she had her legs like draped over him. Like Like sad saddle. Both legs like completely over him. Like go to the bar. The same bar that I said to come meet us at no member because member we were not at that bar that was the last bar that we had just randomly decided to go to that night no because i was gonna uber myself home and then like i was like okay whatever now i'm not meeting him so i'll just like stay for another drink who cares and then he came in with this girl and i was like what what bless him wow. wishing him well and then i was about to go walk up to him and say hi i'm bailey's sister 
and Bailey said, I swear to God, if you do that, I will be so mad at you. You will not be my sister anymore. Yeah, I was like, just relax. There's yeah, no need to be like an obnoxious bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of dating, guys, I finally went on a date. Yay. Yay. How was it? It was great. I'm not going to speak on it too much because it actually was awesome and I would like to go on another date. So we're just going to keep all that to myself. Okay. I respect your privacy. You should, if you continue to see this person, you should just like give a one word update of like, great. Wait, that's a good idea. Let's make that a new. Okay. So I went on a date last night. So I'll give an update. You give an update on yours. Great. That was going to be my word. (laughs) I already said it like twice. Wonderful. I'm going to say mine was wonderful. Hopeful. Yeah, actually mine was hopeful. Aw, that's sweet. Sweet. That's so sweet. Grand. Um, The other thing that I have going on in my life right now, besides going on that one date. So for all of our listeners out there, I have this... I think it's like a 1950s record player. It's like a big record player radio piece of furniture. And the speakers blew out a couple months ago. And so I decided this week I'm going to learn how to rewire new speakers for this old record player. And it's been more of a task than I thought it was going to be. But I've been talking to our poor dad. Right. And he makes it sound so simple. So I'll call him when I'm not at the record player. He'll be like, oh, all you need to do is this, this, this. And I'm listening. I can absolutely do that. And then I get behind the record player. I'm like, I swear this looks okay, exactly Why don't you just different. call him when you're in front of the record player? Because he's always working. And okay, honey. Well, I've, give us you know, an update. I FaceTimed when- him and he was on his way home. And I said, honey, you cannot be driving and FaceTiming at the Wait, same damn time. You, you just- call me later. This is frustrating. Just Google it. I think it's different. Anyways, bottom line, I think I have all of the things. I ordered the speakers, ordered the wires. We're going to strip some things, rewire some things, and I think it's going to work. And stay tuned. Probably by next week, I'll have like an update if it was successful or not. So you're hopefully gonna, it is. You're like Sydney Sweeney. You know how she redoes the Jeep or the Bronco? Oh, I wish I could redo it. And it's like, pick me, pick me. That's not pick me if that's her actual interest. I think you're going to end up like that damn cat from uh, Christmas Vacation. You're going to electrocute it. No, I thought so too. Um, But dad said that you can't electrocute yourself on stereo wires. So, Oh, that's nice to know. It's good to know. Yeah, but maybe also Google that. Don't take our word for it if you're yeah. This is not. This is only advice for Paige, not for the. Yeah, just for not here for to be liable for your actions. No. Um. Oh, I also forgot to say that it is my countdown for my boobs. <gasps> boobs, 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 boobs. Countdown. Um. I'm really excited. So we're recording this on the 11th, and I am getting my boobs on the 19th and my sister is gonna pick me up and we're gonna we're gonna vlog it i think i think we should so i've already started taking some video i went to my pre-op appointment all by my lonesome and what do you want me to do hold your hand (laughs) 
I don't know. I just am like, this is a big deal. Like, should someone else be here to like catch the things that like I'm not catching? You know, like I'm literally getting my I'm not just getting a breast augmentation. I'm getting a lift. So they have to like cut up my titties. But what is Paige going to do? She's yeah. not going to cut them up. I mean, she doesn't need to see the I'm blueprint. Not saying, I'm not looking at Paige. I'm just saying, like, shouldn't my mom be here? Well, or I'm going to be there when they're doing the real things. They're going to be telling me, hey, things are going well, blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, whenever she's out, make sure you do X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know? Well, it, it scared me because I got on to breast aug recovery talk. And don't go on there because everyone there has no pain tolerance. And they're like, it literally felt like I was dying. And I was asking my nurse about that. And she's like, no, that's like generally not the vibe. I feel, I feel like I'm going to be fine. I was going to say, I feel like we all have like a pretty high pain tolerance. Yeah. Like whenever... I haven't had my boobs done, but whenever I had my wisdom teeth taken out and the oral surgeon was like, oh, the, it's going to feel worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. And I was in so much pain. And I'm like, he said it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> and then like, I go back like, and he's like, you must be like on a scale of one to 10. You must be like a 12 because you have four dry sockets. And I was like, well, you said it's going to get worse before it gets better. And he's like, okay, we need, you should have been at like a five. max anyways so so i think i'm gonna be fine you'll be fine and like they i was looking at like my medicine and stuff and like she's like this is you get like oxycodone but like she's like you only really need that if it's like the last like resort and i'm like okay that's gonna be i feel like i'll never take it because like i'm the type of person where it's like okay what's your pain what's your pain level i'm like well my head is still attached to my body i feel like that's because of our poor dad he's like but are you alive? Are you yeah. breathing? Yeah. So it's not that really? bad. Yeah. When I was in Colorado with my friend, I broke my wrist. But like they gave me the um, x-rays of someone who broke their leg. So when I went to my doctor <laughs> to get the real cast on, not just like the sugar tong cast, whatever it's called. They were like, well, do you think it's really broken? And I was like, probably. I don't know. Like I was there forever. And then the doctor was like, OK, well, let me just like squeeze it and I was like okay and he's like squeezing my broken bone squeeze your broken and he was like well does this hurt and I was like well it doesn't feel good and he was like we'll come back in a week and like let's see and it's like swollen and purple and I come back in a week and he's like oh yeah that's broken (laughs) so it's had a broken wrist for a week that's funny yeah freaking ways hilarious yeah (laughs) wait what is that oh it is time for our bears update Yay! Okay, I am a little excited for this one because the drama. Okay. So much drama. Okay. So, there's drama between the Bears and Roquan Smith. So, Roquan Mm -hmm. is a linebacker for the Bears. Okay. But, I guess he's been on the pup list. And for those of you who don't know what the pup list is. (laughs) Me. It's the physically unable to perform. So, during training lip. Training lip. (laughs) (laughs) During training camp. He's been on this pup list apparently due to injury, but the head coach refused to specify what that injury was. Kind of weird, right? Right. Right. Sus. Well, so then apparently Roquan and the Bears have been trying to negotiate this new contract deal, right? He wants a lot, a lot of money. They haven't settled yet. Whatever. Well, this week he puts out a statement demanding a trade, okay? And he accuses the Bears of taking advantage of him and not negotiating in good faith, which is, that's not good, okay? The day after that statement, all of a sudden, the Bears take him off that pup list, okay? Sus. 
Um, so now they're saying, oh, he's not injured anymore. He can play, he can like play in the training, whatever he can practice. And if he doesn't practice, then that's like his own choice. (gasps) That's weird. Okay. It's really weird. So obviously there's some kind of disconnect because the bears general manager seemed very confused by the statement that like Roquan said, like demanding that trade or whatever because he's like oh i thought we were making progress and progress in the negotiations so no one knows what's happening and you want to know what what there's only one way for us to figure out how this whole (gasps) thing is going to play out you're gonna leave us on a cliffhanger that's where it is right now we don't know we 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 won't know until we get to soldier field we won't know we have no idea if mr smith is going to be playing for the bears this season or not is he going to be traded is he not are they going to reach a settlement on this negotiated contract we have no idea the only way we will know is if you get our poor dad to soldier Soldier field and here's the thing our dad is already going to soldier field you need to get us to soldier field so we can ask roquan smith ourselves. yeah and we need to talk to the coaches and say hey give hey we're open-minded here yeah we're just looking for the facts we're just looking and for the what real i story. think is really going on here is he's saying yes i'm a football player but i'm a businessman first right, right? i need to look out for my contracts mm-hmm. first and foremost and then i'll get on the field and we respect a man who brings business to the table we really do yeah. sure sure thing yeah and you know what? We respect a franchise that is willing to also bring business to the table, which is why we we respect the Bears so much. We yeah, you know what? I'm I am positive that it, everything's going to work out for the best for both parties. Um, can I do a slight left into an a Bears adjacent story? Okay, fuzzy wuzzy. Uh, well, no, not about him. Okay, um, but. So, Kristen Cavallari was just on Call Her Daddy. So, almost fuzzy wuzzy. No. Fuzzy wuzzer. No. Um, but, so, Sophia, with an F, got Jay Cutler. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, he, I just listened to their interview, and he kind of addressed, because Kristen said that Jay is toxic, and as a Bears fan, we all know Jay is toxic. He was toxic to our franchise. Um, as just like not letting us win ever, you know. I mean, look, it's not he just his fault. He did <laughs> not not let us win. Okay, it doesn't. It's there's no I in team, but like there is definitely not an. Uh, so are you gonna tell Jay that to his face when he's on our podcast? I respect Jay so much. Okay, and. If he um, wants to come on this podcast, he's more than welcome. And you're going to tell him to his face that he's well, he here's was the toxic to the franchise for um, not letting us win. I take that all back. I don't <laughs> know what Jay Color did to us. Okay. Because I don't watch. I watch the games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like I am saying a lot of bad things right now. Okay. Here's what I know. Kim's nervous. <laughs> My hand just started sweating. Here's <laughs> what I know. I respect Jay Cutler. I respect Kristen Cavallari. I respect the Chicago Bears. <laughs> now, I don't know if Jay Cutler was the best quarterback we've ever had, but also I don't know any, any of other our quarterbacks. other quarterbacks. So, like, <laughs> what am I to know? Right. But I do respect that he went on Sophia with an F's podcast. Are there any hot takes? 
No, he kind of addressed the whole Kristen saying that Jay was toxic and he was just like, oh, her story's changed over like the last two and a half years. But it's also probably like now she's comfortable saying like the real like her truth. And also, I think it takes you a while to process things like as a divorcee myself. I'm like, oh, well, there's probably some other underlying issues here rather than just like the main issue. And with them being like public, you know, like famous people just want to like drag someone through the mud. Well, he felt like she was dragging him through the mud. Yeah. I also feel like no one, none of us lay people are going to get the full story, right? We weren't in the marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I just don't think that they, as two individuals, were good as a couple. Yeah. And also like, I am team Kristen forever and always. So this is just hard for me. <laughs> no, I'm team Kristen, but I also really like Jay Cutler. I thought he I was like really Cutler funny too. as as a Jay Cutler, you know, but mm-hmm. the more I was watching him on Very Cavalry, I was like, okay, he's really funny, but also I don't see how they can, like they mesh together. And here's the thing about life. Like, we don't have to be Team Kristen or Team Jay. We can be Team Kristen and Team Jay. Exactly. And that's that's what I'm saying. And that's what we do at Your Poor Dad. We just solve things as we talk them out. Yeah. So that's where my my conclusion to the story. Yeah. We play for both teams. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, Do you have any thoughts or comments on the whole Kevin Federline Yes, I think video. Kevin Federline is a fucking piece of shit. And I think that him posting those private videos is disgusting. Especially Wait. after everything Britney's gone through. What a garbage person. Could you tell the boomers what's going on? Kevin Federline <laughs> released some videos that his sons took of Britney yelling at them. And... It is not great, but it's also, like, not bad. If you've ever, like, been around Southern people who are not, like, the most sophisticated, then you've probably been yelled at like that. It also just seems, first of all, not a hot take. I think Kevin Federline is a loser. Fucking loser. And then this just, like, brings back that conversation of, oh, yeah, Kevin Federline is a loser. Yeah. And I think the part that is just really sad to me, first of all, Brittany still cannot catch a break, okay? That's really sad. But I think what's even worse for me is that now we're bringing in, you know that there had to be like talks between like Kevin against Brittany with his sons being like, oh, well, if your mom ever is mad at you or whatever like you should film it like i'm telling there must have been conversations or something like that and now we're like releasing videos that the sons made it's weird it's creepy you're a man you're an adult own up to your own shit and deal with it privately yeah if you're worried about your kids well-being then you deal with that on your own you You don't don't need need that there's nothing public about that at all no it is it is idiotic. It's a loser behavior, and he's trash. Straight trash. Tra- trash. Straight trash. Straight trash. <laughs> no, and he's just 
him's nervous that he's about to stop getting his money. His money. Yeah. What's it called? Alimony? Child support? Probably Whatever. child support. Just Britney's hard-earned money that he, as a backup dancer, never would have seen in his life. Do you know that he was on One Tree Hill? He was? <laughs> that for, is why I For a couple hate. episodes, and I was appalled. I'm like, ew. He played That's, such a gross character that's too the kind of quality television that one treat hill is relax relax so yeah. is pete wentz okay and he's not <laughs> trash okay let's move on anyways what's our topic of the week our topic is embarrassing school stories. and awkward school stories which as a child is very easy to embark on it really is. I also, as I was thinking of some stories, because a lot of my stories are pretty quick to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Regale us with one. It, well, it just reminded me that I think my entire years in school were just like one big awkward mess. Yeah. And it's really hard to just remember everything because like every day I was just like a walking ball of awkward. I'm like, like, that's my life. I feel like I was awkward too, but like in such a different way than you. Like you just like were so awkward. I think that you, Jade, like compartmentalized it. You're like, oh yeah, I'm feeling awkward, but I'm going to like, once you knew that you should like straighten your hair and stuff, you're like, okay, I could not present as awkward. I could feel awkward, but I don't have to present awkward feel it like really you know it like came out of Paige's pores she just could not I couldn't help it it's like you're also like cool in other ways like you always had boyfriends I never had boyfriends I did always have a boyfriend but I think it was (laughs) me having such like pure thoughts or something that I was so oblivious like whenever I was so nervous to talk in front of class and I stand up and say I'm Paige Brant and I like BJ's and everyone's laughing I'm like I don't How get do you, it. You guys don't like BJ's? What do you mean? <laughs> Pazookies are great. And then the teacher has to say so like has BJ's to clarify. House. Yeah. Same thing happened in college. I'm in my marketing class, so we're obviously learning about Coca-Cola's marketing and how it's just crazy great, whatever. Everyone wants a Coca-Cola. And I get called on to talk and I said, Well, yeah, personally, like I'm addicted to Coke. <laughs> and everyone's just like laughing. I'm like, why are they laughing? Because we're in college and everyone thinks I mean cocaine instead of Coca-Cola. Grow up, everybody. Like, I'm sorry my mind does not go there. But that both of those things, I can remember the feeling I had, like, in my arms and my hands. Like, instant sweat and, like, numbness. Panic I'm like, attack. <laughs> I'm like, A panic attack is coming. This is it. I have several others, but what do you guys have? I remember one time. This is, like, more of just... This is typical, like, my brand of embarrassment is I decided to draw Halloween pictures for your class. And so I was like doing like different Halloween things. And I was like a pumpkin and then a mummy. And then I started like running out of ideas. So I was like dead cheerleader, (laughs) dead like soccer player. And I was just like everyone's dead. Everyone is dead. Anything's scary if they're dead. Yeah. And I was like, that's just what we dress up as for Halloween. So whatever. And then I got called to the principal's office and they were like, thank you so much for drawing a picture for every kid in Paige's class. But like, this is morbid and we've had parents complain. 
And I had like blood coming out of their faces and stuff. Wait, that's so sweet that you did that though. I thought it was really nice. Honestly, I still think that's really nice. And it's also like the time that I um, taught your cheer. I was, that's what I was thinking class, of. The dance to cowboy. I be a cowboy. And then it was just it was like a body, little like the body, body roll. And then everyone complained because it's Texas. <laughs> and my, me and my eighth grade friends were like, this is a high school dance. We're so excited. <laughs> we're so hot we're sexy girls and you have like braces braces like really short hair because i donated it to locks of love so i had to be like (laughs) really did that's so nice we're such a nerd so it it was before i had started um like getting highlights or anything so i was like oh i really want to donate my hair (laughs) and they had to cut off a lot more than i thought they were going to so it was just like really awkward one length (laughs) really like not even like a cute brown it was just like my natural brown <laughs> like a blonde brown yeah like a just like really dirty kind of like <laughs> like do you need to go take a shower I don't know <laughs> like it, and the braces and I was pale white <laughs> pale white mom will occasionally she sends pictures of our scrapbook sometimes <laughs> and she there's that, that era of my life there are so many pictures i'm like god videos please, we need to just get rid of those oh never <laughs> um do you have any embarrassing things that come to mind yeah i remembered one when you guys were on the tiktok lab and there was something about someone throwing up it all came rushing back to me because in seventh grade we had athletics in the morning I'm not a very athletic person. Maybe I was actually sick. Who knows? But I was like, uh-oh, I'm going to throw up. But I'm obviously not going to throw up in front of everyone. So instead, I held it in. I was like, it would be so embarrassing if I threw up in front of all the girls in the girls' locker room. So I was like holding it in. And then the boys' locker room and the girls' locker room were next to each other. So like when we would get released from athletics, like the bell would ring. And then like we'd all walk to each other. So you could like walk with like your guy friends, whatever, to class. And like as the sea of girls and the sea of boys are meeting i'm like in the front and i just like <laughs> barfed Ew. and i remember one kid in particular going ah! and he's like pointing at me and like he's horrified i can't hear anything anymore i can just like see everyone being like ah! and my best friend's behind me chasing me with like a trash can because she can't keep up because i'm like barfing on the way to the nurse's office because i can't stop so then I'm sitting in the nurse's office and mom was at work so she couldn't come get me right away. I was standing up and walking like as I was barfing. So, you know, it's on me. And that's the day that all the eighth graders had to come through <laughs> the nurse's office to get their like backs checked for scoliosis. So all of the eighth graders came in and they're like, what are you here for? And I'm like, mm, nothing. I threw up all over myself. <sighs> I had... Remember that guy out of the biggest crush on that you had in your theater class? Yeah. He was a cutie. I, I markedly remember him being in there being like, what's that smell? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's me and my barf. That's disgusting. That happened to me one time, but it is really not my fault. I had this math teacher who was just such a stickler on not letting anyone go to the bathroom. And it was my morning math class. I raised my hand. Hey, can I go to the bathroom? No. Um, raise my hand again. Okay, but I really need to go to the bathroom. And she says, no. And so I just stand up to walk out to go to the, I need to leave. And she's like, she stops me 
and I just start vomiting and then she starts yelling at me to run to the bathroom and I'm like what do you want from me the embarrassing part about that is she sent one of my friends to the bathroom to walk me to the nurse to make sure I was okay and my fr- I was like did I like did everyone see my barf she was like yeah we all know you had scrambled eggs this morning and I was like what I was like you did not need to say that honestly that could have been scrambled anything once it comes back up you know okay can we not okay but something (laughs) that you saying mom wasn't there whatever reminds me takes me back to kindergarten because I was wearing my overall dress and my dumbass thinks that I have to go pee so I must undo my like overall straps to bring my dress down instead of just fucking lifting the dress up, right? I feel like you were a very interesting child. I was. So but I'm so I'm panicking. Things work one way I and really, that's the way they work. I really have to pee and I'm like I'm struggling. I can't get How it. do you I not know get, how to just like I lift? D- Jade, I don't know. I think because also, like maybe because she was five. And like mom but, put it on and like helped like buckled the straps. I'm like, oh that's the I don't know. I feel like that is a total pace. So anyways, I pee my pants, right? My dress, whatever. And then I'm I'm mortified. So I'm trying to clean it up, right? But in kindergarten, they don't have rolls of toilet paper. It's like those little squares. (laughs) So I'm just like taking these little squares at a time, trying to like clean up my pee. And the other kindergarten teacher came in to check on me because I've been gone for a very long time she's like Paige honey are you okay and I'm like on the floor she's like oh my gosh like you do not have to be doing that and I'm crying I'm I feel so bad that I made a mess I'm embarrassed I've peed my pants she walks me to the nurse and we try to call my mom she doesn't answer why are you not answering at this point like she she didn't have a job why are you not answering yeah, you're literally a stay-at-home mom. Your one job is to take care of me. And so they call her like two or three times, no answer. And I am, my little like five-year-old self is like raging inside because like, <laughs> why are you not, I am mortified. Why are you not answering the phone? So then they call our emergency contact, which was not dad. It was like, it was a family friend. Yeah. And she brings clothes for me to wear but her daughter was older than I was and at that time that's like kind of a big difference in like sizing so (laughs) it was show and tell day and thank goodness I brought my baton to show and she because she brought me like a a sweat a baton sweatsuit that was two sizes too big and it was like the kind and so I'm just like trying to like roll up my (laughs) sleeves and I'm like trying to do show and tell and then mom finally like gets there to pick me up and I'm I remember just like looking at her and you're like you you where were you and she's like I'm sorry I was doing something it doesn't it doesn't matter the grocery store she wasn't taking a nap she was doing her job I was five I didn't understand I just thought you left you i had to wear this outfit two sizes too big i vaguely remember like getting word of it because we were at the same (laughs) elementary school and word travels fast (laughs) your jade brant sister no and i remember that one of like the teachers or like the like the volunteers were like oh Paige had an accident and i remember being like oh no like having to go like check on you or something you did you did come check on me i did yeah you did so nice you came to my it was after i was already changed into my like huge ass outfit and it was before i was about to do show and tell and you were very nice you said 
you were like, it's okay, Paigey, like this works out great because you're in your baton outfit and you can, you're doing it, whatever. And I remember being like, yeah, 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 like, this, yeah, of like, course, like, I planned this. This, this was is, an outfit change. I planned yeah, this. Th- I didn't free my pants. This was an outfit change. Yeah, you were very nice. Thank but, you. But, um, now that I'm thinking about it as a 30-year-old, like, how the fuck did word travel that fast? It was a small school. They were yeah, probably like, we can't get a hold of her mom. We should probably, Everyone like, knew reach us. out to her sister. Everyone knew us. Um, HIPAA. They shouldn't have divulged it's that. It's not a HIPAA violation. PP accidents are um, health-related. Should we read some listener stories? Okay. Good job. Okay, so we have an update from our story from last week of the girl who got ghosted before her trip in... Um, Bowie. Petty. The real city of lights. She reads, I'll answer any questions you have. The follow-up was that a year later, I made a fake Instagram account catfished him and ghosted him on a fake date while me and my best friend sat in the back of the bar with hats on and watched him squirm genius that is wild i still lost 5k on the non-refundable trip though and found out that he went to thailand by himself on our flight credits winner winner chicken dinner his name is beep and me and my friends loki think he's gay which would have been fine we could have gone as gay besties he moved what i was gonna say something like that would track like if he was nervous to actually admit that something like that would make sense to me for him to just like fall off the face of the earth which would be so sad because like he'd be in the closet he'd be yeah used to like pretending like this isn't real pretending like i didn't have a trip planned pretending like i didn't know that person it also might be her wishful thinking oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. continue okay um he moved to Atlanta for five seconds, but is now back in my hometown. For five seconds. Still zero contact besides watching the fake date we set up. I did not I did not still go. If I had more than six days to get over my mental breakdown, I would have. I paid cash and he paid in points. That's the kicker. Oh. He could transfer his points, but I couldn't get my cash back. That sucks. There's a lesson in that. Pay with points. We were together almost a year, and no, I never cheated on him, not even remotely close, ever. We did fully catfish him into that date, though. It was toxic, but solid. He sat there for like an hour waiting for Casey. Oops. <laughs> um, and then you said, this is juicy, like, thank you. And she said, feel free to share the follow-up. I know people had questions on the TikTok comments. It's all good. I actually ended up with my best friend and love of my life and moved to Maryland with him and got my happily ever after and it's a really and got a really good story out of it. That's amazing. We love a happily ever after. The catfishing thing is super toxic, but warranted. Like pre-therapy page. It sounds like he kind of deserved it. it. Sounds like Sounds like you lost $5,000 on a trip to Paris and wanted some kind of justice. That's a small price he paid to sit at a bar for an hour. Yeah. I also think I love your confidence to like follow through with like actually going to the bar because I could see myself creating the account, matching, talking a little bit, and then being too scared to actually show up. Mm-hmm. So honestly, good for you. Yeah. You deserve that. All right. So now we're going to read your embarrassing school stories. Okay. Um, 
This was a side note on one of the emails, but I liked this part. Once in class, a girl in front of me dropped her pencil, so I picked it up for her and gave it back. She, of course, thanked me, and I guess in my head I had been debating saying, you're welcome or no problem. So I said, your problem. And she made a weird face and then turned around, and I was mortified, and I've never talked to her since. Your problem. Uh, Your problem. Your problem. Next time that's your problem, I'm not picking it up. This happened not to me, but to my classmate in seventh grade. This was the grade that we were taught sex ed. The girls and guys were separated to be taught by a female teacher and by a male teacher. We were allowed to ask whatever questions or say anything we wanted to our teacher. I think at this point, most of us thought we knew what we needed to know regarding our body pots or whatever. So people didn't bother to ask much. Well, for one class period, our classes were joined back together, the guys and the girls together, and our teacher was talking about female anatomy. One of the boys in my class raised his hand and asked, what's a vagina? And everyone started laughing at him. Oh my God, that's mean. Everyone laughed. But what is a vagina? But also, what were they talking about in sex ed? That's the anatomy. Okay, but also, what if it was like, my sex ed, I only learned about the female anatomy. It was like, oh, you're going to have a period. And then when you have a, your period, you're able to get pregnant. And this is like how, like, they didn't yeah. say anything about the male anatomy. That's why I didn't know what a boner was. I didn't know what a boner was. I didn't even know what I my vagina was. I didn't know there was a pee hole and a vagina hole. I didn't know that either. I didn't know, like, I mean, I knew, I think I knew that they were different, but I don't. I don't think I really understood it. Well, I don't think I understood either, but I knew that, like, I had a vagina. Yeah. And that vaginas eventually got a period and then, like, could have a baby. I don't even think I I didn't know details. I didn't know. I don't think I knew a vagina was, like, a hole. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the other thing. I don't think I did either because that was kind of, like, yeah, like, a woman and a man can make a baby, but, like, how? You know, like, that was, like, the... The well because one has a vagina one has a penis okay cool 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 and that's like, like where I left but it but like what? but then how yeah but like I didn't ask any follow up questions Me like, either I was like okay but then like what are those logistics yeah I never thought about that and then I remember mom told me once I was like when how will I know I'm like gonna get a period she's like you won't feel it it'll just like happen like and I'm like when I'm peeing she's like yeah so then or I or when you're sitting in class but so then. I got it into my mind that like it happened when you peed and then if I wasn't going to feel it, I was like, okay, one day when I pee and I don't feel it, that's when the period happens. Should we talk about our first periods? Maybe later, but we're talking about. No, I mean like next episode. Mm, I don't think we can have a full period episode. No. Okay. There's a lot of funny stuff. Okay. Well. I mean, this person attended a Christian school, so his parents probably sheltered him a little bit too much. This one, this next story. Okay. I have an embarrassing school story that involves one of the Brant sisters. For many Halloweens, Jade and I always had elaborate costumes planned. (laughs) We dressed as characters from the Addams Family, the Pink Ladies from Greece, and 60s Go-Go Girls that involved a costume with tons of paper clips. Why paper clips? Good question. I'm still trying one. to figure that out. That In other words, they were costumes that made more sense when we were together than when we were apart. In eighth grade, we decided to carry on the tradition. We dressed as Lucy and Ethel because I Love Lucy was a favorite TV show of Jade's. My mom lent me a vintage dress 
dress and sweater and she curled my hair's hair and pinned it up so it looked more ethel like see photographic proof below we crushed it but that costume confidence melted away once we got to school kids either didn't dress up at all or went for more current pop culture references like limp biscuit girls or some other trend from mtv <laughs> wait that's i love that jade and i didn't have every class period together so when i was off by myself in a class people kept asking me if i was an old lady for halloween <laughs> i was mortified this was the age where my self-consciousness really blossomed i would get easily embarrassed and was shy around anyone that wasn't a close friend one class of mine had a lot of the cooler kids in it and i had to explain to them that i was ethel from a classic tv show and <laughs> lucy slash jade was in another class i'm sure i had to explain what i love lucy was too I couldn't wait to get out of class and reunite with Jade so people could understand the costume. Looking back, it was a solid costume. But back then, I didn't like being referred to as an old lady. Damn, those teenage anxieties. I totally remember that because Amanda and I, this is Amanda from, she actually has her own podcast, Wee Bit Obsessed. I love it. And it's so funny because her and her friend Janae read their um book or their journals they would like journal back and forth to each other it's so hilarious and so amanda and i i feel like we were like i don't want to say we were old souls because we weren't but like i just think we liked like more like retro things well i also think it has a lot to do with like amanda's mom well i was gonna say like Mom and Caroline were also like really close and and they were both creative. They were both very creative and it was I feel like you got like us kind of we obviously were like oh like mom whatever but like we still listened to mom a lot. Like we we took a lot of like influence like from well, then, mom told us what we were going to be for Halloween every time. Because she was just, making the costumes. Yeah. And so no, I made mom make a full fur cat suit for me. She didn't want to make that. She wasn't like, okay, I'm going to. You were in a different era because mom told us what we were going to be. I also really loved um, piggybacking off of like the you and Amanda, like her little brother, Ian, like we, like we, we would all coordinate. We would all coordinate. We would do things. Well, and so going back to Amanda's story. I was Lucy from I Love Lucy. So I literally had slept in like curlers and my hair was like literally like curl, like just on my head like this. We'll put in a picture here. And I wore like a full 50s dress and like everyone was wearing like little white camis with like backwards red hat, like Limp biscuit, because like that was the era of like Fred Durst. And or they were just like slutty this slutty that and there was no or they were nothing because it's like not because we're in eighth grade and who the fuck dresses up. That's not cool. And then mom and Caroline not only dressed us as that, but then I think they came to school on our lunch break and took pictures. I don't know if that's true. I mean, they must have because like Amanda has the picture and that's some shit our parents would do. I was going to say I wouldn't put it past them. My mom and Amanda's mom dressed up as scarecrows or no, the hillbillies. hillbillies and they picked us up on our first day of middle school, which like middle school in Glendora was just like the coolest thing. Like that like, whole street, the whole street was just bred with coolness. Like it was like, it felt like it was like high school and yeah. it really was. It was so cool and like we were such nerds so we were just like 
how are we going to navigate like changing classes throughout the day and like this new cool cool school that's like at the base of the foothills and like it was just so cool and then we like leave school and our parents are literally dressed as rednecks with like their teeth blacked out i remember that to this day and they're like oh my god jade and amanda we're right here howdy y'all yeah that was funny but yeah amanda and i feel like we went through like our awkward stages together i remember you did um one time we like all decided to match which was like cute but like also there the kids at this school i'm i'm just saying like they were so much more advanced than us like well and that's just cooler but and that's where like amanda's insecurities come in right because it's like you guys as a unit we've got this this is cool this is funny but then as soon as you get to that campus and you have to go to your different classrooms it's like why the fuck did we decide to do this what the (laughs) fuck were we thinking we have to go to separate classrooms and i remember one time this girl came up to us and she's like say i am sofa king we taught it and we're like saying it and then it was like like, i don't get it i don't get it and then yeah, it was just awkward. And then the girl, yeah. But middle well, school is just funny. Yeah, I don't think you should say that those kids are more advanced than you. I think that it's like they're more insecure than you and are like pushing it down no, they further. Were, they were more advanced than us. They were like so cool. No. Well, I was, yes. Like for both of you, I get what both of you are saying. Like they would go to the beach and they would like skateboard and they would do like cool things and so like, they didn't get to experience like having a weird quirky interest in like no I'm this weirdo saying, 50s sitcom you know why is that bad i'm just saying like that is the vibe and then amanda and i were like nerds yeah and i'm not saying either one is good or bad that is just the facts yeah. Everyone has to find themselves at some point. Yeah, and it put some hair on my chest. I'm not mad about it, but it is a fact. Like, they were just so much cooler. They were wearing, like, backwards red hats. Yeah, and it's like, you guys are feeling that awkwardness. Eventually, you get older. You're like, yeah, you know what? Like, that was cool, that was, that was cool of me. Yeah. And then they, them, the cool kids, they're probably, when they grew up, they're like, that was so lame that I was that basic you know what i mean but thank god i know who i am now well you know everyone has that thing that's what i always say like invest in a personality and invest in real interest like do you think the limb biscuit girls have interest no well they might now i mean hopefully probably hope yeah hopefully now but at that time no because they didn't want to right because that wasn't cool right all right that's wild well this one's a cold read nice First, I found your podcast not that long ago and have spent ungodly amounts of time listening to previous episodes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I am a divorcee. Hell yeah. Stepsister bond with Jade runs deep. And I don't really like to talk about that toxic and abusive waste of 12 years. Oh, sorry. Maybe I would have cut that. But this story is good. One night junior year, I had finally mustered up the courage to lie to my mom about where I was going to spend the night. The real plan was to spend the night with my then boyfriend at another friend's house, we'll call him Kevin, as his parents were gone for the weekend. To speed this along, Kevin's parents came home around 8 p.m. the same day and were quick to tell everyone, there was like eight of us, that we could not stay the night. Well, I was dead set on the night, of, dead set on spending that night with my boyfriend. The other friends all left to head home, but not us. We asked Kevin if he had a pillow and blankets and we could take and we would figure it out. We ended up sleeping 
we ended up sleeping at the baseball dugout at our high school. Mind you, our high school was in an awful neighborhood. I don't know what we were thinking. We were woken up about sunrise by the sprinklers, not only turning on, but spraying directly at us. We jumped up and started running. Soon we were laughing and wandering the campus, still not ready to leave each other. Oh, this is romantic. I I remembered seeing a teacher put on the code to the staff bathroom, so I tried it and it worked. About 30 seconds after the school alarm went off, in my defense, I am not certain on the reason it went off. I mean, it probably was. We started running again, and at this point, we decided we both should definitely go home. Well, Monday comes around, and the talk of the school is how a pillow and blankets were found in the dugout. It caused so many speculations and giggles, and we just laughed along with everyone else. Maybe a little bit too much and too premature. The pillow and blankets were brought to the office, and what we didn't know is Kevin's last name was written on the pillow's tag. It's like dad. That is dad. Kevin was called into the office and questioned about his home life, and his parents were called for a wellness check (gasps) as no one could understand why there was a need to sleep in the dugout. Oh, oh my God. Kevin had to explain to his parents that when they kicked everyone out a few nights before, he had loaned a pillow to a friend. His parents demanded he tell them who, but he didn't. Kevin really took the heat for that one, but never let us live it down when we came around. In um, fairness, who writes their last name on a pillow? Dad. Dad. Well, if you go to sleepovers, you used to do that. Okay, first of all, Kevin is a real one. Yeah. What a nice friend. CPS came to his house and he still didn't say. He was like, I'm ready to. Oh my God. I'd be I like, like, it was her. like a canary. I'd be like, <laughs> I will tell you everything. <laughs> oh yeah if mom if mom asked me i'd be like this is everything Uh, do you want their parents number it's right here and then this is everyone who is there and then honestly um i know we're talking about this incident but let me just go ahead and tell you about what happened last weekend (laughs) and what we were planning on doing next weekend you are scary as fuck dang kevin hell yeah i'd be like well you kicked them out and did you want them to freeze to death i also gave them pillow and blanket i probably would have been the one to like walk up and say it wasn't kevin it was me oh my god i need to take i have to take responsibility for these actions Mm. because i'm so scared that's crazy um i think we should talk about next week um a time that you were like grounded like your biggest grounding because i could talk about that for days i only have one does anyone remember when i was grounded were you ever grounded I don't well, know. we'll find out next week. Okay. I know you should have been grounded. I'm um, going to call our poor mom. Okay. She'll well, know. thank you guys so much for writing in. Um, make sure to write in stories of how you got grounded and why you got grounded. Yep. Um, and, and you can send those to yourpoordad at gmail.com. Yeah. I know we said you can DM us, but the DMs are getting a little crazy. So if you could just email them, that would be amazing. And then Bailey will vet them and read them. And I'll be more likely to read them if they have a fun subject line. Oh. Not to get too picky. Every week you get pickier and yeah, pickier. Yeah, you do. Well, then it's just like high school story high school story high school well, story and it's like well how am i gonna job. choose that's part of the job um also do not forget to tell your friends about the podcast yes. like jade said that's the only way we're gonna grow we want to grow we want to keep doing this for you guys so tell your friends we need more stepsisters um make sure that you rate us 
and make sure you follow us on everything on Instagram and TikTok. It's your poor dad pod. And always do not forget to go to the Chicago Bears Instagram or TikTok and just tag us. Just tag at your poor dad pod so we can get our poor dad to Soldier Field. Hell yeah, brother. And anything else? No, you just clean the house. All right. Well, then we'll see you guys next week. Bye.